Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Thanks for joining us for On The Pace on this Wednesday morning. We are in now officially Bathurst Gold Crown time with the running of six gold tiara heats this evening out of Bathurst for the two-year-old fillies as part of a big 12 race card this evening. Uh, it's going to be a very, very busy night indeed. Also the Hondo Grattan Sprint, five heats of the honoree, the first getting underway at 5.18 tonight. We had a Menangle card yesterday where Will Rickson drove a double and including that uh, was the 100th career training victory for Tony Burt. Was also congratulations to Tony, certainly a big milestone indeed. And Cam Hart also uh, was able to bring home a driving double. It's the last day of Team Teal officially uh, for 2023. So the Teal Pants will be uh, in use again tonight at Bathurst. But uh, it's been a very successful campaign once more. We had a Miracle Mile winner driven in Team Teal Pants this year. So uh, if you can, uh, make sure you head to the Team Teal website uh, to throw in a little donation towards ovarian cancer research. And no doubt there'll be plenty of uh, good news to come through when it comes to final figures around Team Teal for this year. And we're looking forward to Bathurst this evening, as mentioned, but there's also a trialling session just underway at Menangle uh, this morning. And we've got nine trials in total, an open class trial to kick things off, including uh, the likes of CoverGirl going around there. Alpine Stride is also engaged and quite a few two-year-old trials as well. So you can follow along there and included is a trial with Naturally Gifted, the last start, New South Wales Derby runner-up heading towards the Gold Chalice and another meeting with Better Be The Best. So those trialling results and replays will be available on harness.org.au over the duration of the morning. Aaron Goadsby has three fillies heading to Bathurst this evening for heats of the gold tiara. He'll also head to Tamworth tomorrow and back to Bathurst on Friday night with the pair heading towards gold crown heat. So Aaron's in for a busy week so it's great that he could join us this morning to discuss those chances here during On The Pace. Thanks for your time Aaron and I'm sure as much as it's going to be a busy week it's uh, the week that you really want to have a big team rolling out. Yeah, it's sort of what the last 12 months have worked towards. Um, the baby's coming to Bathurst and, yeah, we broke sort of six in last year and we've got all six here. So we've done something right so far and now we've just got to put the hard work in, into some results tonight and Friday and see where we end up. Yeah, great achievement. That's certainly easier said than done with young horses. Uh, it's never smooth sailing, but for you to be able to, to bring that to the table, that's excellent stuff. I've just noticed in the last few seasons you've always been involved in the game, but you've uh, really taken a, a bigger interest and the numbers are starting to grow. You must have a, a fairly decent-sized team around you at the moment, particularly around the two-year-olds, but uh, you're obviously making a conscious effort to, to grow your involvement in the sport. Yeah, it's been pretty busy. Um, it's probably just been on four years since I've set up um, my farm at Whittingham and it's step by step along the way. Um, we've gradually made improvements and I think we've got now there's uh, there's room for sort of 30 to 35 horses and not that I ever want 30 to 35, but it also gives us a chance just to rotate the paddocks and have horses inside in the stables um, at night, but also allow them the freedom to be out in big paddocks during the day and they don't need shared paddocks where we can get into the issues of you know kicks and scratches and, and fences getting damaged so 
yeah, starting to set up good. And yeah, sort of the last 12 months with a few results that have come on, I've always only been a two, three, four racehorse man, but sort of now we've got 16 to 18 in work and quite a few to break in from the sales when we get home. So yeah, very busy. You obviously enjoy the juvenile side of the sport though, and you've invested fairly heavily over the last few years. Yeah, I've got a uh, few broodmares shares or own outright myself, so I always enjoyed them to sort of breed them to sell because I always put the money from those sales back into the back into the farm, and I've filled all my sheds and bits and pieces and tanks from the proceeds of the sales. Uh, this this year was a little bit tighter, but yeah, we've sort of got enough money um, made from the sales this year with all the service fees paid to put a few more sheds in and uh, hay shed and yeah so we're sort of moving in the right direction and yeah sort of investing a bit more in some younger stock um got some good staff around me which are good with the young stock and yeah hopefully the results keep coming through well hopefully they continue tonight at bathurst as mentioned you've got a a good team heading towards gold tiara heats and let's discuss them you've got in the first of the heats race number five tonight ignite the fire she's obviously been a real natural this filly because she's got the experience on many of her rivals this is start number six tonight she's had a trip up to queensland already uh, and she raced in the pink bonnet as well which i know would have been an early season target for you but uh, she's obviously just showed you that she's ready to go nice and early yeah, she was always progressive. We bought her at Nutrien last year and she got up and run straight away. And like we know, New South Wales didn't want to race to February and then it was hard getting a run and they were ready to go in January. So we slipped up to Queensland and got the couple of wins. Um, she's not New South Wales bred, so she's only Vic bred. So it didn't really matter losing any bonuses as such, slipping up there. And yeah, she went up there and got experience and a trip away and ran some good results. Um, Last couple of runs down here, well, she ran fifth in the pink bonnet but did a couple of things wrong and we changed a bit of gear. Then last week at Newcastle, because two-year-olds with two wins can't race as two-year-olds, we had to race the open horses and they went 152. So we weren't ready for that. But, yeah, she's bright and well and she's up here now and, yeah, she's ready to go tonight. She's quite a big filly. Uh, what's her best asset at this point in time? Because uh, she hasn't shown a stack of gate speed. And as mentioned, she made that little mistake in the pink bonnet. So you probably tread a little warily with her early on. But you do have the early advantage over your major rival, uh, Surprise Landing, who's on debut and is drawn outside you. So can you stay in front of her early? Yeah, well, that's, that's definitely the plan, um, to, use, to use her experience and... We sort of haven't used a lot of the gate speed. The first start in Queensland, she sort of got crossed over. And then second start, we thought we had the best horse in the race. So we didn't want to bustle up at a second start. Um, Pink Bonnet, there was a lot of speed inside. There was uh, Mick Formosa and a couple of mine others. So we sort of, yes, she's in that rough one. But yeah, she can leave the gate okay. So our aim is like you could sort of board and see where uh, where we end up early. Sweet Valeria goes around in the second of the heats and you've run into a fairly special one here in Luxa Turner. So it looks a bit of a, a tough task here, but you've got a nice trailing draw to contend with. Yeah, uh, Ricky's has obviously been the standout filly so far through the season and she looks the winner there on, on paper, all things being equal. But yeah, Sweet Valeria, um, she's sort of more away for the experience trip uh, this time in. She was going as good as in last prep, but this prep she just probably hasn't come on as much where the others have sort of stepped up to the plate. So, yeah, her 
her goal tonight is to chase the fence as hard as she can and consolation probably next Wednesday being realistic and that'll be her grand final for the prep. So, yeah, see how we go. Race number nine, you've got La Dernier engaged here in the fifth of the heats. A few scratchings in this race, so there's only now the seven starters. I really like this filly. She won on debut and then she had, you know, a good six weeks to the pink bonnet where she ran a really bold race. What did you make of her effort last time out? Yeah, running the pink bonnet was real good. Um, last week, yeah, we had a few uh, communication and probably issues there where we didn't get driven how we should have. Um, I was sort of looking just for a nice, quiet run in behind them to top her off for the trip away, and that didn't happen. So we've boxed on, picked up, um, picked up, and she's now out here at Bathurst. And, yeah, sort of forget last run. Just just forget it. Um, I think overall she might have got beat 15 metres, but she did a lot, a lot of work and um, was wide and then pushed on to the front. So, yeah, forget the run. She's got a um, ton of gate speed, so we're aiming to push forward there and be handy and assess it. Robbie can assess it after that. And then the fourth and final of your runners this evening is Lover Reshes goes around and looks to be uh, in a nice heat. The eight runners, you run into an Emma Stewart horse, which is always a, a, a no doubt a little bit of a concern. And it is a debutant. It's hard in the market, perpetuity. But uh, this filly, she's had the three starts to date. She's yet to win, but she's knocking on the door. Uh, and she looks above average herself. Yeah, she goes good. And um, she was a little bit oh, slowly maturing compared to the others but this time in and I think a, another quick spell um, after the APG and uh, she'll see a nice horse next prep. Uh, she's been caught sort of in the pink bonnet. She got caught exposed from the 600 and Luke said she boxed on Dord and then last week with everything that went on she got caught outside the leader and still boxed on and ran second so any filly that can sit outside the leader and still box on for second's got ability and yeah she definitely has ability um sort of awkward draw there tonight there's a few first starters which um they ever do things right or do things wrong so again that's why robbie's getting paid the hundred and not me tonight on that one all right four fillies in this evening there are the six heats so we will guarantee them a spot but he's hoping one or two can sneak through to next saturday night's rich final of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. and your team will back up tomorrow and you head to tamworth with a few starters and a few intriguing runners as well in the opener you have cyclone millie engaged here beautifully bred so i would assume you've purchased her out of new zealand with the future in mind but it looks as though she could pick up a, a win or two along the way she was good on debut at alexandra park you've given her a few trials yeah, she's had a couple of quiet trials, and uh, Keith's got a share in her, so he'll be he'll be on tomorrow. Um, bit of a chance for him to get back in the winner's circle. Um, yeah, nice kickoff point for her. A uh, couple of trials, like we said, and yeah, she's a dual purpose filly, which, as you suggested, she's well bred. So, yeah, no, she's got a bit of speed, and I do like her. She's starting to come around. Uh, when she came, she was a little bit fizzy, but she settled down in how we do things, and yeah, I expect her to go quite good tomorrow. Race number six, another first starter for the stable. Uh, Speedy has had the four wins from 26 career runs. Uh, comes north from Victoria. Looked okay in the trial as well. Yeah, we didn't knock her about in the trial. And uh, she's a half-sister to another one I've got for the Kirkwood family, which is three bushels of oats up here at Bathurst. She's in on Monday. So uh, Sean McNulty had her down there and sort of suggested to Marcus and the owners that you know she might be suited back up closer to me. Uh, so we've we've probably had a six weeks and yeah we're sort of treating it as another trial but she's hard enough to run a race 
definitely at Tamworth. Right, that's race number six in the final of your runners tomorrow, Matt Quillen. I think this horse will do a really nice little job here in Australia. Has won the five races in New Zealand. That's not easy to do. Uh, whilst the maybe obvious um, numerical numbers aren't overly exciting, was beaten a fair way in a trial. Uh, I would expect that he'll probably race in stronger races than this over the next little while. What's your assessment of what you've seen so far? Yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a hothead and we're still starting to get used to him. Um, he's a typical Mac 3, but we're trying to change a few things to settle him down and we're starting to do that in between his sort of his warm-up and his work. He's really starting to come around. So another one with a good starting point tomorrow and uh, the Billy Grimer Memorial is a, whole, uh, a race I want, to, I want to win and for the owners as well because the Mikulovs are... Uh, um, very close to Billy and his family. So, yeah, we sort of pinpointed that as another hit out. And, yeah, he's got the good draw and, yeah, he's got a lot of gate speed and he was racing in Country Cups class in New Zealand. So I think I've placed him in the right spot. We've just got to, yeah, push forward and, yeah, see where we end up. And finally, to wrap up a busy end to your week, you've got two runners on Friday night at Bathurst in Gold Crown Heats. Kozakinski comes up with a second row draw and in uh, the third of the heats, Artistic Scott also has the same draw inside of the second row. So it's basically uh, winning you're in there on Friday night with the seven heats. Can either of these boys sneak through to the, the big one? Um, I think from the draw and sort of doing a little bit of form there last night, they'll pro post, uh, both probably be three fence off the gate, which will make it hard to be the winner, but they're definitely good enough to run second and they were sort of a victim of what happened at Newcastle last week. But, yeah, no, they're bright and well up here and I just took them into the track this morning um, to give them a look and just work them a nice little mile and a half and they worked good and pulled up good. So, yeah, there's no reason they can't um, go as good as they can go and their form probably looks a bit scratchy, but they've, they've been a victim of circumstances a couple of times as well. Very busy few days upcoming for the stable, both at Bathurst and at Tamworth tomorrow. Are you going into one particular race with an air of confidence? Is is there one horse that maybe stands out for you over the next few days of potentially bringing home the win? I thought the three, the three of the stronger fillies tonight will all run races. I know that's a bit broad, but you know, any luck in running and they can all make the final or at worst case, the, the stronger consolation next Saturday. And um, yeah, probably Cyclone Millie, if you had to pick one of, I mean, we got we got four, three. You've got nine horses going around in the next sort of three days. Um, she's probably the pick of them on paper, and hopefully, just sneaking up the Tamworth, she's just a little bit too classy for them. All right, a busy few days upcoming with nine starters and many of them uh, in those gold crown and tiara heats. So they're the races that we want to be in. Best of luck, Aaron. Thanks for your time this morning. And here's hoping next Saturday night you've got a runner or two in uh, those big feature juvenile races you've been targeting towards. All good. Thanks for giving me a call. Aaron Goadsby joining us there this morning. His team is certainly expanding, particularly uh, in the juvenile ranks, and a big effort. Six juveniles through the stable uh, this year, and they've all managed to get to the races, and they're all contesting heats of the Bathurst series, which is uh, not an easy task to get your babies up and going this early and, and be in a uh, series of that nature. So uh, who is hoping one or two of them can make their presence felt 
in not only the heats tonight, but also through to the finals next Saturday. So that'll be the case with both the Tiara and the Crown heats uh, on Wednesday tonight and Friday night, respectively. Only winners will be guaranteed spots and then it will come down to fastest seconds. So we'll be keeping a very close eye on things there 12 races tonight with the first getting underway at 5:18. so we have our night sorted there out of bathurst that trialing session as i mentioned underway at menangle you can catch all of the results and replays through very shortly i'll be back tomorrow morning with a full recap of bathurst here on sky sports radio at 10 30.